welcome to our very second episode of Mac and Jazz on that ah, the podcast. We made it to another one. And the intro was perfect. I'm Jazz. And I'm Jay Mac. And look, we're going to talk about all the facts today. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, unfortunately, due to coronavirus, man, a lot of stuff's been closing down. And it's been affecting us right here in H-Town, especially with the freaking rodeo was canceled. Man, I got the opportunity to go to the rodeo. The rodeo was fun. What I was going see? this week to see Lizzo. And I'm going to miss that. I saw Chance the Rapper last week. He was awesome. Uh, I had some fried Oreos. Those were awesome. I rode on a little bit of rides. But honestly, I thought I was going back. Like, I didn't get finished. So, you know, it's unfortunate the rodeo got canceled due to safety and everything. Then South by Southwest in Austin, plan on going to that. That whole thing was canceled. And they had to lay off one-third of their staff due to it because, you know, South by brings in millions to Austin's economy. Same with the rodeo for Houston. So, really, this is uh, a wild. But we want to use this opportunity to tell you things you can do in spite of the coronavirus going on, we're going to give you some movies, some books, some tips, and make sure you got your quarantine bay, as J-Mac would say. <laughs> um, so just a couple of other things, though, that came out uh, because of coronavirus. The NBA had to suspend the whole season. That's crazy. All these years I've been watching the NBA, mm-hmm. and it suspended the season. Oh, my God. Never seen nothing like it. The NCAA canceled March Madness completely. Uh, Live Nation is canceling some of its concerts. Obviously, the stock market is taking a big dip. Disney's closing their uh, resorts and the amusement parks. Then you also got Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson. They have coronavirus, but they're okay. They're in Australia on the set of the Elvis Presley movie, and, you know, uh, they their son came out and said he talked to his parents. They're fine. They basically have, like, cold-like symptoms, but they're doing all right. Um, then we also had Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> Postponed I, until October. Now you got the chance to go, J-Mac. I've never been to Coachella. What is the best thing about Coachella? The best thing about Coachella is it's unlike any festival because it's like a world. You're like in this different land. Like it's so huge. You have the food, you have the music, you have the interactive art and the stuff you can see. And it's just like, I've never seen a festival like it. I missed the festival that we had in Houston, Day for Night. That was the closest, coolest thing we had to something Coachella-esque. So you think that um, people canceling all these things is the right thing to do? Oof. Um, I think that... It is not the right thing to do. Why? Because, I mean, okay, when you look at the stats for coronavirus, for real, like the for real, for real facts, so far I think it's only, there's only been less than 5,000 people have died from it, and they said that that percentage is like 7% of all the cases. When Meanwhile, you have the flu, which kills about 56,000 thousand people every year and then you have stress work-related stress in itself this is facts from the cdc One hundred and twenty thousand people die every year from work-related stress so there's so many things so many things in the world that you can die from every day like i just don't think we should be in this panic mode to where we're like close everything quarantine everything like i personally think it's a a little too much but what do you think man i think that doing the right thing oh i'm and just kidding the, and, it's, okay, and, it's okay and the reason i say this is because you can never be too safe you know, we got older people in the world. We want to protect our older people and our babies. I do believe the older babies. people should be quarantined. The older people and the babies. I haven't even seen my Grammy in a week, and I don't want her to see me just because I don't know if I can. <laughs> no telling what you might have. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I just don't. You know, I just want to stick, play it safe. And I do agree with older people and stuff like that. I believe they should be quarantined, and that makes me nervous. And do you? And you went to the store earlier today. Oh, and it was nothing in there. For some reason, though, everybody's buying all the toilet paper. Like, 
Because they want to wipe their butt? They going to have the shit sm- <laughs> if they get the virus. Like, I don't understand. All the toilet paper was gone, paper, t- paper towels, hand sanitizer. And it's like, first of all, you probably should already have paper towels, hand sanitizer at your house. Like, we should always be clean. It's crazy that people are like, here's some tips for coronavirus. Wash your hands. Like, what? You weren't already washing your hands? Probably not. There's a lot of people that don't wash their hands. Man. Have you ever been to the bathroom? I think that's the people- men's thing mostly, too. Come on And now. y'all touch the, you know. Women are nastier than men. Hold on. Whoa. In the bathroom. Why do you think that women? No, we're not. First of all, we use toilet paper. We don't even touch things directly. We still, women, still wash your hands, first of all. Because I saw Adrian Bailon was on The Real. I think it was a clip that surfaced from two years ago. But uh, they were roasting her because she said at her house, she don't wash her hands when she gets out of the bathroom. Now, let me tell you, my uncle used to own a club. So I used to go clean the bathrooms. And (gasps) the worst bathrooms were always the women oh my god the stuff you saw in the women's bathroom it would disgust you wow so i'm always think that men pee everywhere y'all can't even aim how about that how about that there's pee all over the place that's some people but check this out okay people don't wash their hands because when i go to my gym it's this dude who does massages (laughs) he doesn't wash his hands and the masseuse yes how do you know because I just happen to be in the bathroom on occasions when he doesn't wash his hands. So check this out. Ever since the virus, he has been washing his hands. So I don't know what's going on with him. Is he? he he's probably <laughs> know, know that I've been watching him, not watch his hands and go massage other people. That's just crazy to me. I will say, though, it has made me more cautious of germs and stuff. And like, cause I went to like when I was at the mall, I was like, oh, germs. And I was at the gym, and I'm like, okay, of course, germs. And you know, I understand why they're closing down all the places, but if it is, if it is similar to a strand of the flu and has the same effects of it, I know there's no vaccine right now, but if it's just you know, rare, they're rare cases, people are dying. I think we should maneuver without panicking so much because the more we panic damn everybody gonna panic then what we gonna do be locked down no one can leave the house can't do anything can't go nowhere can't even go to the store like i understand people are stacking up because they fear that we're gonna have to quarantine like that is not mm. you're gonna be at home oh, <laughs> that's why you gotta make sure you have your uh, your corona base so you can get your corona cuddle on J mac you got your bay ready i don't what about you yes i do i'm baited up okay we're gonna leave it at that now uh back to you so <laughs> <laughs> You're tickling yourself. <laughs> so, J-Mac, what will you do if you do have to quarantine by yourself and you don't have no girlfriend? Well, you know what? I live by myself, so I got a whole bunch of books. So I'll read some books. Hopefully, I'll find somebody. Okay, but- wait. Before we get to the books, hopefully you'll find somebody. You have to have, J-Mac, three ready-to-go girls in your phone. That's three. just how it is. Three? Okay. Oh, I know you have one, but don't you have at least three? I don't. One? I don't. You have one. Why are you always trying to get in my business? Because I'm. This is a serious thing. If we if we do have to quarantine and you got to be locked down, who are you gonna be with? Come on, it's lonely being alone sometimes. You know what? I don't know, but I do have great friends. So maybe they not coming over <laughs> if we quarantine. It's not gonna be no friend parties. It's gonna be you and your family or you know, Bay. You my I, family. I can't be. Oh, <laughs> can't come over. You can't come over. Okay, no, but seriously. And then I saw the flights are so cheap. 
Oh my God, what are the prices? Man, look, you know I always be checking uh, uh, flight prices, trying to get stuff for the Lolo. You can go right now from Houston to New York for $59 round trip. Six, that's $60 for a round trip. Typically, to go to New York, I pay like 300 Wow. So what would be the ideal place for somebody single like myself to go? <laughs> well, I don't know right now because it just don't seem like everybody. So you wouldn't be afraid to go to the airport? Let me ask that. No. I'm healthy. Look at this. So you're really not afraid? I'm not afraid. Okay, good. But I think because we cannot live in fear. I think that's the main thing. People like we cannot live in fear. Go to the store, get your supplies, be ready for whatever. I know a lot of schools are getting canceled, so I'm sure that's affecting kids that have to be home or parents. Now you got to watch your kids. Spring break got extended, turn up, but not really. <laughs> so I just think people just need to be prepared. That's it. I'm people. not scared. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said before. I see that a whole bunch of people in the country are scared, and maybe I should be, but I'm not. I like that. I just think that we should try to keep the peace. Like, we have to keep the peace, even if, you know, we'll we'll be fine. We will. We will survive. Now, you were talking about books in case you are quarantined by yourself. Give us a list of some books. Well, here's one book. What's it's this? It's a book, Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. James Clear. Everybody look at that. Y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on the uh, podcast well, it's <laughs> James, James Clear, Clear, Atomic Habits. So what's this about? And what I like about this book, this book is about helping you form better habits. Mm, okay. You know, and be consistent with your habits. Ooh, preach. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Because a lot of times, you know, with people like yourself. Uh, like, people like what, J-Mac? What is it? Come on, A fine jazz. young lady like myself who got her sh- together, but sometimes she get a little lit. Jazz, what is it? You'll be late to things. Now he's trying to have a roast session. What? I'm not trying to have a roast session. I'm just telling the truth. Okay, even when we work out together, you're always late. Well, I was concerned about the the germs in the gym this morning, to be honest. I didn't know if I was going to come in, but I made it anyways. But so with this book, it'll help you form better habits. Mm-hmm. So you'll come earlier, you know. But what does it say is, okay, because I see it says an easy and proven way to build good habits and break one. So what are the tips? It's a system. Like, for instance, if you come home and you your goal is to go to the gym, maybe if you leave your clothes out and your shoes out at mm. the end of your bed, you'll see that and it'll trigger your mind to go to the gym. Make it easy to reach your goals. Prepare for the greatness. Prepare for so the greatness. So you already read this whole book? I haven't. I just started. This is one of my new books. Another book I like is Robert Greene. He has a whole bunch of books. He got... um, What's your favorite one? The book that you want from me, 48 Laws of Power. He won't give me this book, The 48 Laws of Power. He said I don't know what to do with it yet. Come on. You know what? I think the book is evil. And the only thing, reason I think is evil, because a person like you... I know so many people that have read this book. It's on on a must-read book list. So how is it evil? Because it tells you how to get back at people, how oh, to really? do evil things, evil things to people, backstab people. Yes, it goes through history and tell you different scenarios. So I think it's really an evil book. You know, after I have read it, and, and that's why I probably haven't given it to you oh, because I don't scared want I'm you to be too powerful, y'all. Too much power can be <laughs> evil. I understand. I understand. The gun shows here. Okay, I understand. And another <laughs> book I like is Coco Chanel. It's a book about Coco Chanel about her life. About her life, and that's an incredible book. Um, she has a great story about a woman beating the odds mm-hmm. and surviving mm-hmm. and coming back and doing it again when she was like 77 years old. So that's a great book. I didn't know that. 
What books are you reading? Actually, one of my favorite all-time books, I'm going to say, if you are not even quarantined, you just have to read this in your life. I'm sure you read it. Something you can read every month, The Four Agreements. And I, I tell people all the time to read The Four Agreements, and I want it to be an active part in my life, too. I had to put it as a screensaver on my phone so I don't forget. Trick question. What are The Four Agreements? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, before I even look, the four agreements. Number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, always do your best. Got to give you 100% no matter what. Number three, don't take things personally. And number four, hold up. Go look it up. Wait a minute. Wait a Go minute. Go look it up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, don't make assumptions. Oh, and I'm real bad at that one. That's honestly why I didn't remember it. Man, I be making assumptions. I be overthinking. I be in my head. It's a really bad habit. But listen, you read the four agreements, it really will change your life. If you're impeccable with your word, you speak with integrity, everything you speak is what you want, you manifest it, it don't give it no better than that. Then don't take anything personally. You cannot be affected by anything. Uh, number three, don't make assumptions. Ask questions. Express what you really want. Then you never have to wonder. You never have to assume. You can be straight up. Jay Mack, you need to ask that lady in your life. You want to be with me in this quarantine or not? You got to get the facts straight. And then number four, always do your best because then whatever you're doing, if you're not going to do it 100, you shouldn't do it. Are you impeccable with your word? I'm trying to be. You're trying to be? That's Why aren't facts. you not impeccable with your word? Sometimes I run my mouth too much. <laughs> Sometimes I run my mouth too much and I can't take it back. But I really am trying to be more impeccable with my word because I believe in manifesting things. Right. And I've been seeing it more in my life as, you know, try to sell. I've been working on a lot of self-improvement. Okay. I have been. And that's always great, self-improvement. Mm -hmm. Now, what's one thing you won't deal with? I hate liars. I, yeah, I hate lies more than anything because a thief, you know, they're going to steal, mm -hmm. you know. And Some, once somebody lies to you, you can never, you can never, like, I personally can never trust them because right. I'm always going to think you're lying to me again. Right. And I think I have, that's a bad, I don't know, do you think that's a bad habit of mine? Like if somebody breaks my trust to never trust them again? Mm, I don't know if it's a bad habit. I know, I think you should be cautious when somebody breaks your trust. Cautious, but you wouldn't cut off. I'm a cut off girl. Nah, Oops. nah, I wouldn't cut them off. Really? Nah. But that's, you just said that's your number one thing. Don't lie. They just won't get that close to me again. I'm not cutting them all the way off. How does one get close to J-Mac? You're the mystery man. That's what everyone said. In that podcast, you need to dig into J-Mac. He's a mystery man. We don't get to hear enough about him. Come on, Mac. Well, you know what? You know about me. You know I uh -uh, read books. No, I don't. Yes, everybody knows that. You read books. You work out. I'm vegan. You're vegan. Oh, we're going to talk about that too. You're vegan. Uh-huh. What else? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a rapper. Bro, capper. <laughs> what else? Come on, tell us something real. You know something what? real about yourself, J-Mac. See, you know what? You're the new generation, and I'm a different generation. What does that have to do? Because your generation wants to have a butt out all the time. And so wow. everybody knows your life. It's all on wow. Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm old school. A little mystery about myself. I'm like an old Hollywood movie star. So you're old school, and that's what the new generation likes to do. Where y'all think we got it from? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Where you think we got it from? Y'all are our parents and all that stuff. Influences. We look up to y'all, so... All these bad habits, really, I mean, had to come from somewhere. No, being with me, you're going to have great habits. And you see that. I, I, I'm i just not out there like that. But if you ask me a question, mm -hmm. I'll do my best to answer. Mm -hmm. I feel like we got the runaround. But anyways, he talked about <laughs> how he's a vegan and uh, your diet. So I've been changing my diet, too. I'm pescatarian now. So the only meat that I eat is fish. Okay. 
And when I was in middle school, I stopped eating beef and pork. So I cut my diet down to turkey, chicken, and fish just to be healthier. I watched uh, Fat, Fast Food Nation on, on, on uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Michael Moore's F- Fast Food Nation. So then I wanted to be a vegetarian, but I was in like eighth grade. I'm like, I got to eat meat. Like, I feel like the world wasn't even that conscious back then. But recently, I was about to go to a Roddy Rich concert, and I met this guy, and he was just telling me how he he's a vegan and how he had more energy. He's like, I've been up since four. I worked out. I got energy. I feel good. He's like, I have a glass of wine. And, like, you always tell me that, and I, I listen to you sometimes. Sometimes see, I <laughs> See, it's always the people closest to us we don't listen to in life. But some new guy running <gasps> up to you. I'm a friend. Oh, You're stupid. Oh, oh. Dumb, dumb. But I just... I just had to just test for myself, like, okay, all this vegan hype, like, will it really make me feel better and all that stuff? And how are you feeling? I feel good. I haven't been working out as much, but my diet and stuff, I feel good. I've been using, I've been eating a lot of meat substitutes, like jackfruit. Check this out. Yes. Okay. That is jackfruit. So jackfruit is one of the most commonly known uh, meat substitutes out there. So it's actually the largest fruit tree in the whole world. It's a humongous fruit, and it's it looks yellow like that. But basically, when they shred it down, it looks like shredded beef or pork or whatever. Like yesterday, I went to this vegan Mexican place, and I had uh, vegan quesadillas with jackfruit in it, and it looks like meat. But for me, I don't want the taste of beef and pork like I don't it doesn't have that taste I bet you don't it's too, <laughs> I, don't, I like I'm, I'm glad I cut that out of my diet it's not the taste that I miss <laughs> um but it's just like you know the 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 fact that you need you feel like you need to have a protein with every meal so I use I, I substitute with jackfruit jackfruit I've never tasted it Jake Mac you're a vegan yes you have you've had fake ribs before okay well if that's jackfruit I've tasted it. I think so, yeah. And then there's a lot of brands at the grocery store that I've just really been more conscious and aware of. They have, like, it's like meatless beef. They have meatless chicken wings, meatless meatball, all this stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> and I feel good. I do. That's the best part about it. Once you change your diet yeah. and change your perspective, yep. you feel better, mm-hmm. you look better, mm-hmm. you even look better. And it's been, look Shut at up. you, girl. <laughs> you glowing. My skin is really, I feel like it's glowing. Drink water, y'all. I'm telling you, drink water, eat right, work out. It can change your whole life. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now also uh, some other things that you can do. You know, right now I saw a lot of TV stuff is coming back on my way here. I saw the trailer to uh, Issa Rae's Insecure Season 4. That's coming out next month. I can't wait to watch it. And then there's... And if you've never seen this, why is this show so good? Because I always hear ladies talk about this show, but I don't know anything about this show. The reason why I like Insecure so much is because it's so relatable. I feel like uh, uh, we have different generations of shows like it, like Sex in the City or Girlfriends or Living Single. And so right now for me, where I am in my life, I feel like I'll be watching stuff on Insecure and I'm like, oh, sh- I, know, I know about that. I went through that. Or like, that's real. Okay, so. what was the last thing on that show that was relatable to your life? This isn't relatable to my life. It's just something that stood out to me in the show. Mm. But Issa Rae, I think this was season one. This was my favorite season. In season one, she starts. Uh, she's dating her boyfriend, and at the time, he doesn't have a job. So, you know, it's kind of stressful for her. They live in an apartment together. He's looking for a job. He has a degree and everything, but it's just he's trying to get in the tech field. It's just not clicking for him. So they're having relationship problems and stuff, and she ends up cheating on him. And then, you know, she was going to come out and just tell him that she did. But by the finale, she got caught up and the other guy was there and it was bad energy. And basically he found out and they broke up. And then for the next couple seasons of the show, she kind of wanted to get her ex back. She kind of realized that she messed up. He finally got a nice tech job making all this money. He looked good. He's fine. So that was wild. Man. (laughs) So speaking of that story, would you take care of somebody that lost their job? And how long would you take care of them? 
Like if you were going with somebody and they lost their job, would you take care of them a year? Whew. I mean, as much as I can. Like if I feel like if somebody's going through something and it's a phase or it's a time in their life and I truly believe they'll get through it, I feel like I can help. We can, we can help, yeah. Okay. But not if you out here trying to go to the, you know, trying to go buy something wild. Like, we're not getting a new TV or something. Uh, why not? <laughs> there no job. I mean, you have to be, I'm frugal. I don't know, J-Mac, you frugal too. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm very frugal, but I know it's good to treat yourself. I'm tell, I am always tell you, J-Mac, you need to go on more vacation stuff, go out of town. You know, you get a pedicure, I'll be seeing you, get a massage. But all that stuff, it just makes you feel good. It just makes life better. Well, you know what? I like taking care of myself. Mm-mm. But Why you never travel? You know why? Because I love my job. And I got, what do y'all Didn't you hear what I said about work-related stress what earlier is it? FOMO? this podcast? It's called FOMO. You have FOMO at work, boy? Young boy. <laughs> That's what I'm for. I'll update you. No, J-Mac. There's no such thing as having FOMO at work. I never. I nah. always fear that I'm missing out. On what? On serving the people. You know, I like to serve the people, giving them information. Like, for example, right now, we're serving the people. And when I can't serve the people, mm-hmm. I always feel bad. What's your sign? Dollars. Stupid. <laughs> Just stupid. <laughs> no, Aquarius. Aquarius? Yeah, what is yours? Wow, I have a lot of friends who are Aquarius. Two of my best friends are Aquarius and uh, Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Random. <laughs> um, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. But I just asked that because, I don't know, I feel like everybody's into astrology right now, too, and everybody dives into whatever your sign is. That's how you are, your habits and all that stuff. So I'm going to have to look into your sign so I can know a little more well, about Well, let you. me tell you some Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Um, you know these people. Mm-hmm. First of all, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Goat. Great. Goat. Oprah Winfrey. Ooh, another goat right there. <laughs> right. I'm still Team Oprah. <laughs> That's all I need to say. <laughs> what? Okay, well, Virgos right here, you got Beyonce, <laughs> Michael Jackson, and the list goes on. I'm going to just stop it right there. Okay, what is the best quality of you as a Virgo? Mm, I think I'm very self-sufficient. Like, you'll never feel like, I'll, I, like I never really, really, truly feel like I need somebody for, like, anything. That could it's be kinda, bad. That's kind of cold. Oof, that didn't sound good. That could I be, know. It can be bad. If you're in a relationship. But if you know a Virgo, you know how Virgos are. They're perfectionists. They kind of want to do stuff their way. A little OCD. Like, it's not easy to be with a Virgo. But if you're with a Virgo and things are great, Virgos are awesome. Let's sign out. <laughs> Let me tell you about Aquarius. Okay. Very wise. Very hardworking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we can see in the future. Is like, okay, hold up. Pause on that one. <laughs> the future, what you talking about? I mean, I, I'm just telling you. It's like we can predict things. Mm. I promise <laughs> you. Mm. All the Aquarius I know are very wise mm. and just good-hearted people. Okay, well, speaking of people and uh, shows, too, I also I watch Grownish because there's not a lot of shows I can find time to watch every single week, but Grownish is one I really like. So you look like a little kid show. I see it. It's not a kid show. I never watched Blackish, and I know they have the spinoff called Mixish as well. Um, but Grownish was like Zoe, the main character in it, Yara Shahidi, she goes to college. And so Trevor Jackson is in it. Chloe and Hallie are in it, uh, the artists from Parkwood and stuff. Uh, Diggy Simmons is also a part of the cast. So I love this show. But anyways, if you haven't seen it, go catch up to it. But on that last episode, um, I believe it was Chloe from the group Chloe and Hallie. She's dating Diggy Simmons. So she runs track in college. And she realized the episode before that she had been falling off. She was late to practice. She really wasn't focused. And so her sister was telling her it was because of her relationship with 
uh, the guy she's dating the show, Diggy. So she started distancing herself from him, which I think is obviously not the best way to go. She wouldn't just be direct with him and say what was up. So then she finally ended up, the sister ended up spilling some of the tea and telling him he got upset. So when the confrontation finally came between the two, she asked him if he would wait six months for her while she trained for the Olympics. Wow. What do you think about that? Would you wait for somebody who is, I mean, she's trying to do better for herself. It's not like she's trying to go be a hoe for six months. Like, she just, she needs this time, but she doesn't want the relationship to be over. Which I mean, it just depends. It sounds great, but let me tell you, Oof. this situation <laughs> happened to me. What? Um, yeah. My girlfriend, when I was in high school, my girlfriend went to college. She went before me because she was older. Okay. Um, so when I got to college, I'll never forget this day. Um, she was sitting on somebody else's lap. I walked in, she was sitting on somebody's lap, and it just hurt my heart. So now I would never do that, you know, because I had waited, you know. So what happened, Jay Mac? What the hell? You said she's sitting on his lap. Then what happened? Did you go up to her? No, I just walked out. And I then? just walked out. And then? I broke up with her. On text? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew it, dog. Yeah, on text. You didn't, you didn't even want to do it in person? No, I didn't want to see her again. I know I'm weird. I just didn't want to see her again. I waited. Um, so you didn't even want to know why, who the guy was? Like, you didn't want no sense of closure? No, I didn't care because at this particular <laughs> point, I was helping this young lady. I was buying her clothes to go to college. What? And you were in high school? Yes. How'd you get money? You worked I was at working. Popeye's, huh? I was working. <laughs> I did work at Popeye's. Hey. But by this time, I had got a job. I had just turned uh, 17, and I was working at this gas station. And I never forget, she came back home um, for a holiday, and these dudes run in, and they said, "We're gonna rob you." Mm-hmm. And I didn't believe it. Oh, boy. This dude had a gun up on his shirt. He pulled it out. Give me all your money. I'm still laughing because I'm thinking this is a movie. You playing games? He said, "I'm not playing. Open the cash register." So I opened the cash. This in Conroe? Yes. Gave him all the money. Guess who I called? Your girlfriend? I did. She said, Wait a minute, after y'all had broken up? No, this is before. Oh, okay. And she said, You dummy. Why? Because I should have called the police. But I was so in love that I called her. So I was just telling you why when we got to TSU, I let her go. So I would never do it again. Oh, so you wouldn't wait. Nah. Okay, what if it was a woman who, okay, you're at a different point in your life now. You're not in high school. You're not in college. She has a job. She has her life together. Let's say let's say she's an artist, and she lives in Houston, but she's going on tour for six months. Oh, that boy said we can go. <laughs> J-Mac, are you serious? You have no heart. Yeah, I know what happens on tour. Have you ever been J-Mac, on tour? J-Mac, you have to trust somebody in this world someday. I think that's why I'm not with anybody, because I don't mm. trust people. Okay, you know? that's real. Because you go on tour and you see somebody almost as handsome as Jay me Mac, and they're richer. But you can't think about that. You can't think about that. You have to, if you have trust then you trust nothing's going to happen. Oh, okay. So you're going to wait on the guy. You got to let your insecurities just, you know, you can't that, I think that's in a relationship. You have you can't have no insecurity like you, or if you have insecurities you have to lay them on the table and talk about it and get through it. Because Here's you can't. baby. Here's my open heart. <laughs> Step right on it. Are you crazy? Jay Mac, this man's been hurt before. I could tell. But you have to. You have to give it a chance. Or you don't want to be. For, you don't want to be alone forever. Why? You just don't want to. I'm happy. So you don't never want to get married. I'm not gonna say that, but I'm happy right now. I go to my house. 
sleep on my floor, read my books. <laughs> what about, see, you don't even have a, a, a Corona cuddler, bae, because. Because I don't have furniture at my house? Yeah. I don't. You don't have a couch? I don't. You have a bed? I don't. You have a mattress? I don't. I have Jay Mac, nice I thought blankets. you had a mattress. I have nice blankets. And you're not uncomfortable at night? No. I need um, some backup. <laughs> what? J Mac, what that's not that's not normal. So now I'm not normal. I'm your friend and I'm not normal. I'm not trying to say it's not normal, but like everybody damn near has a bed and a mattress. See, I'm not like And you. it's not like you don't have enough money for it. So don't pretend like you don't have enough money for it. Even come on, nobody can you can finance a mattress if you got to. Hell, I don't have no money, but I got a mattress. I'm happy. And that's not cool with you. See, I live my life a certain way. And see how it makes you feel? It makes you uncomfortable because I don't have any furniture. I mean, it doesn't make me uncomfortable for me. It makes me uncomfortable for you. Like, I want you to live your best life. And that's why I say I'm happy. And that's why I don't bring people to my spot because I don't have anything in it except for my clothes, my um, books, and that's it. But do you know how happy you could be if you walk into a house that has, is furnished and it has nice things around and it's pleasing to your eye and then you go lay on a bed that makes your back feel good and then, oh, shit, there's somebody there that you love that's there too and they make you feel good. Like You, ha- you can have that, all those things in life. Hold on. There is somebody there I love. When I get Me? up. <laughs> no. You're not in my house. Stupid. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> when I go into the bathroom and I look in that mirror. Bro. Look at myself. I love you. I love oh, you, Jay. <laughs> Jay Mac, man, I guess we're going to have to work on opening you up some more so you can start finding love and living your life that way. There's so many things you're missing out on. Come on, Jay Mac. There's so many things you're missing out on, so many people, so many experiences. You're not traveling and all that stuff. I'm going to change your life, all right? That's the wrap for <laughs> episode two of Mac and Jazz on that. Hey, the podcast. Look, we'll be back with some more. Make sure you stay safe out there, sanitize, and make sure you got your uh, quarantine bay, if that's the case. <laughs> Yay.